Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 82. Tonight, we're talking Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. He's the star of the show. Kirby, 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 he's the one you should know. Um, and we're also going to be talking about Kid Icarus. We're going to be talking about Super Nintendo Land potentially opening early. And our favorite Kirby, 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 Kirby copy abilities. All of that and more. Nintendo Pals. I am joined this week by my fellow Nintendo Pal and co-host and all-around awesome dude, Amica. Yup. That is right. And we are also joined by super special guest tonight. In honor, in honor of the 10th anniversary of Kid Icarus Uprising, we do not have Andros here tonight. Instead, we have Dark Andros. That is right. It is It is I. Went through the mirror and now I am extremely angsty. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I... So let me let me give some explanation for the people listening. This uh, I I have dyed my hair temporarily black, and I am wearing eyeliner because that's what that's what Dark Pit does, you know. Um, no, it's because I'm actually going to be cutting my hair, and I just wanted to have fun with my hair before I cut it. Well, you're planning on cutting your hair. Mm-hmm. That is right. So going out with a bang. Going out with a bang here. This is <laughs> it is so <laughs> this like dye paint stuff. It's like the temporary stuff you get at like Party City. It is so rock hard. My hair is like <laughs> plastic right now. Oh my goodness! I'm, I'm getting a, a little bit of a Spider-Man three vibes as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta start pointing. Uh, has that might be the hardest, the hardest thing to watch I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. So, uh, yeah, Andros is uh, Andros is out, uh, and Dark Andros is in. This is the 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 new me for for this episode, anyway. And um, yeah, despite how I look, I'm actually feeling great. I I I am in a great mood. Kirby launched today. It's it's good time. But Micah, how the heck are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Wait, the chat, emo dross, my chemical Nintendo. <laughs> I did. I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look like early um, Panic at the Disco. Like, like you know, you yeah. Know I'm <laughs> oh man, yeah. Pitu, and Andrew Ross too, and true, and true, and true. 
Hmm. Just sounds like Dark. you're gonna start telling the truth. <laughs> and and truth. Um yeah, but Micah, how how are you? Sorry, I totally disrupted your uh, uh, your yeah, show. Here. Yep. Pr- pretty good. Just chilling. Uh, well, I, actually I'm a little better than pretty good because I just found the last wisp in Pokemon Legends, so that was nice. Since that's kind of the worst. Yeah, those are pretty rough to find. It's going to be, uh, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to finish that, actually. <laughs> I, I, I knew when I started the game, like, I almost wish that I didn't find any. So I could just use a guide and just at once I've unlocked everything and find them all. That would, that would probably be the ideal way to do it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I did not. Well, uh, the guide or no guide question that all in asks i assume was for me using a guide for finding the wisps i actually was down to one wisp and i brought up a guide and it was too annoying to try and like match where i was <laughs> with the map so i just gave up and then you didn't even it, like, use the guide <laughs> oh that's this is that yeah i am so distracted by the video of myself i i like can't even like look at you catch the out the corner of your eyes like who's I this was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, what, what's that what's happening yeah um well well micah you you've kind of already blended us right in so let's let's uh well wait 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 i'm i'm getting 10 steps ahead of myself here micah we got some new reviews this week can you believe it every week it seems like we get at least one new five-star review so thank you everybody who's leaving us those five-star reviews this week we got two anonymous reviews on apple podcast bringing us up to a total on the U.S. Apple Podcast Store of 38 five-star reviews. Heck yes. That is awesome. Please, please, please keep them coming. We're so close. We're going we're gonna to hit 50. We're going to hit 50 five-star reviews here soon. I'm so excited. Um, and, you know, we have other places you can leave five-star reviews. If you aren't an Apple user, you don't have access to um, Apple Podcasts, review section you could jump over to Podchaser, or you could leave us a review on spotify both of those places let you leave five star reviews Podchaser lets you write some words as well it's pretty easy to sign up for so don't be intimidated by using a new site it's quick simple and it helps the show out a ton so thank you so much uh we have a huge portion of our audience listens on Apple Podcasts, and uh, definitely not everyone that's listening there has left us a five-star review yet, but you still can. And even more people listen off. Like, the, the Apple's the biggest listening chunk, and then everything else is like 60% of, of the listening base. So for that 60%, this week I'm picking on you. I usually pick on the Apple people, but 60%, hop on over to Podchaser. Jump onto Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Thank you guys so much, and uh, we we look forward to shouting you out on the show. We're also shooting for 1,000 subscribers on YouTube and 1,000 followers on Twitch. If you want to see more punk, angsty, dark Andros, got to go give us a sub. Got to go give us a follow. Does that yeah. mean if we get even a single follow, you won't cut your hair and you'll keep your hair dyed? <laughs> I don't, this is not permanent dye, so n- that is not possible. <laughs> I guess I could go permanently dye it. That would be that would be something. That would be a choice that I am not r- wanting to make. Um, but you know what choice I am wanting to make, Micah? I want to move to the next segment of our show. Let's talk. What you playing? 
All righty, Micah. You were, you've already kind of dove into it a little bit, so you've been playing some Pokemon Legends. Yep, I uh, started on the post-game content. I took like a, a two to three week break after beating the game. But now I've dove, I've dived into the post-game content pretty hard, so getting relatively close to catching all the Pokemons. Nice. Have you, do you have to catch all the Pokemons to like unlock the final stuff? Is that? Yes. All right. The final thing, I think. All right. Well, how much, how much do you have left? Um, 24, I think. 24 Pokemon. Which I've too bad. I know what five of them are off the top of my head. I have no idea. Well, actually, I know what four more of those are because I haven't like caught the uh, like the mounts. I'll have to evolve those, I think. Because I don't think you can find those in the wild. Maybe you can. I just haven't seen them. I don't think you can. I, I, I don't I'm but I don't know. I haven't played like any of the post game content for some reason. I like, hit the credits and I was like, all right. I just had other stuff I wanted to play, so I, I jumped off of it. It's not like I didn't want to keep playing, but I had started yeah, Majora's Mask. Me, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get right into all this post-game content, and then I just like set it aside for a couple weeks and played other things. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else did you play in the last, uh, since, since we last chatted? Well, yesterday I played some Paper Mario. Oh, yeah. And managed to beat the game. So oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. I, I was there for that. I watched I watched you hit the end. I forgot about the big parade scene at the end. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then that last scene just never goes away. Yeah, yeah, no, With you're the just there going looking on. at fireworks forever. Oh, man. What'd you think? What's your, what, uh, now that you've finished? I mean, it wasn't quite as good as Thousand Year Door, but it was very similar. I feel like yeah. Thousand Year Door just polished some things and made some things a little better in my opinion but yeah it was it was a lot of fun still holds up really well that seems to be the consensus for most people they, they seem to think that uh thousand year door is the best and paper mario's kind of up there as like almost second best would you is that where you would stack it having played because you also played super and you played color uh, splash i have not played color splash actually oh you haven't let me so, swap games here. I'll trade you my copy of Color Splash for your Thousand Year Door copy. Or <laughs> I'll trade you my Origami King for your Color Wait, Splash. That's my Origami King. <laughs> Is <laughs> Wait, it what? though? Wait a second. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't get through Color Splash. I tried. Yeah, I, I, I've heard it not was, very good things. I, I, I did enjoy Super Paper Mario on the Wii. But it's I been too. so long, I can't I can't really judge which one I thought was better. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the I, I it's not the same. It is not an RPG in any way, shape or form. Uh, it's like I guess it, it's an action adventure game more so, but it, it's not an RPG. Yeah, so it's, it's not just like different. the not like the first two games. They took a wild different direction with it. And f- for what they were going for, they did a good job. I'd yeah. say. And then and then they color splashed and sticker starred, and you're like, oh gosh, what's happening here? And the Origami Kings kind of brought it back a little bit. But yeah, I thought the puzzling in Origami King was pretty good. 
as long as I like essentially just didn't use any of like the power up abilities you could use that essentially just solve the puzzles for you. Yeah, where you like cheer for toads and they come yeah, out and just, I, I just do not use the that puzzle very often, at least not until like late game when puzzles are actually getting quite difficult. Yeah, but earlier on, it's just like, I mean, I, I don't know, like the, the perfect thing to do here and I could spend my toad things, but it's already easy enough that I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I hope that I hope that they just go back to what made the original formula so great, which is like the the turn-based combat with the badge system and the action commands. I thought was that's it's that's unique enough that it, they could do it again and yeah, just kind of long it enough. Up. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Nintendo seems to with their series like to do stuff completely different. They don't like they don't like to do the same thing twice. Yeah. Unless it's they, Kirby. Kirby gets do it three times. Kirby gets done quite season. a bit. <laughs> yeah. Or side scrolling paper or not paper, just side scrolling Mario games. New Super Mario Bros. Yeah, that's another example for sure. Uh anything else you want to highlight you've been playing? Besides that, I think I played unless I mix up no, I guess that was that was last week. Uh, but I did play three rounds of Fortnite to try out the new season with no building. It's like my first time playing in like two and a half months, I think. What do you think of the no building? I have um, yet to try the new season. <laughs> it was interesting. I, I mean, I only played three times, and the first two times I died really fast. But I mean, it was it was different. There were a lot more uh, like zip lines. So you could get up to places. So that was nice. Um, yeah, overall, I didn't really mind not building. But there were like a couple times where I spotted people in the distance and they're just out in the open, like running from the storm. And there's just like nothing they could do as I just take pot shots at them as they run the whole time. So I hadn't I hadn't had that happen to me, but I know that would be kind of annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fairbear brings up the, the climbing and sprinting. Those are pretty fun. But I kept it threw off my timing to bring out weapons after sprinting. Cause I think there's a slight delay that wasn't there before. So there are a lot of times where I like tried to switch and shoot my weapon and I just like didn't. But I think once you get used to that and the climbing, it should be fun. Yeah. My, the, my very first match I dropped in next to some guy and they started talking about how like the, they had an NPC like saying things about how there's no building and, but there's some things you can do to prolong your life, essentially, with like the sprinting and climbing and stuff. And I was like, oh, this will be an all bot match for me to play and to like learn these abilities. And this guy lands next to me and just smokes me. And <laughs> definitely not a bot. <laughs> but I like dropped on an assault rifle and I was like, pick this up. And it was some like weird, like thermal zoom in, not fully automatic so i'd like i take one shot and then just don't do anything and he's like crouching and bobbing around and just like <laughs> lights me up with some smg so that was a that was a little bit surprising when i first started but yes overall, it's, it's pretty fun. interesting turn for the series where the name of the game is fort night so no no longer are there forts uh but apparently that's coming back right like that was that was yeah the what they the, said the imagined order something somehow stopped building and you're like working with the resistance to try and bring it back it's kind of the plot but i can't imagine it will be gone that long yeah and but i do wonder if they'll just have no build mode 
as like a as like an option now. Yeah, going forwards. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I don't know if they would necessarily have it all the time, but I could definitely see it as like some rotating in game mode. But they also haven't really done those that often recently. Right. No, they they don't. I miss I miss those. I, I miss like the uh, there's the getaway large. Yeah, well, there was like the large team modes as well, besides Team Rumble. Where you could play 30 on 30 on 30 or 50 versus 50, but there's reviving. Yeah. Stuff like that was that was fun to have in rotation. It seems like they've kind of opted now for like, oh, look at all these creative, like these creator built creative modes. The, play yeah, these. So we don't have to do that. And I'm like, ah, I, those are not the same. They're, they're not. I'm sorry, Fortnite, as much as you want. They've they like put them on the same menu. Like, look at this. It's just as good as Battle Royale. Like, no, it's not the same. Yeah, none of them. Like they've they've been some of them are fun, you know, but it's not not what I will choose to play. Yeah. Yeah. The best mode they ever had was they had like the storm circle. And when you shoot people, it was essentially Smash Bros. They gained percentage and the higher percentage, the farther they got launched. Yeah, so that was people into that's the storm. a good idea. That was a that good one was idea. a lot of fun. Uh, so I guess that transitions to me pretty well. I also played some Fortnite, but before the season changed because I wanted to get some of the rewards for the post. I, I hit level 100 and was trying to get some of the bonus rewards afterwards because I wanted as many of the Spider-Man costumes as I could get. So I got... I got really close and then I ended up buying four levels so that I could get the the photo negative Spider-Man <laughs> so that I could have at least one of the special colorings. I, I got the um, future suit, which is like uh, an all white suit with black stripes. And then there's the Venom suit, the, the symbiote suit. And so the photo negative is just like a a cool glowy black costume. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what I did. I, I was doing this literally hours before the season changed. I'm like, I'm like, I sat there contemplating, should I buy levels for this? Cause I ran out of challenges to do. I ran out of ways to quick farm XP and that's as high as I could get. And I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just get them because I had enough V bucks to do it. And I, never spend my v-bucks on anything so <laughs> i yeah i just figured why not but did you get the rock i did i did unlock the I'm, rock i'm i'm sad i didn't get him i only got to like level 55 or something though that last season um you did did you get the battle pass i did oh do you have it. enough to get the next battle pass i do i had uh, i had a little bit saved up still yeah. Uh, and besides Fortnite, I also played on the multiplayer train, played some more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, played some online matches, but also just played through the levels just on my own. So I could just kind of enjoy some chill Mario Kart where I am um, in like like I can I can listen to the music and just enjoy the the level atmosphere. It's casual Mario karting. 
not this competitive online stuff where this five red shells in 15 seconds garbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I really like, I really like the levels in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe booster pack. My question for you, I've seen this a lot. There's, there's two sides to this people that are like, these levels don't look very good. Like, look at how the ones in the not booster pack look and then look at these and these look like way more cartoony way less like graphically impressive um what are your thoughts on that and and then there's the other side of where people are like it looks it looks great like it looks awesome i mean i haven't actually played that much but they look the same to me I didn't notice any difference between like old levels and new levels. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of in between. I I definitely noticed the difference, but I think that the new levels still look really good. Yeah. They yeah, definitely I, mean, I didn't don't... notice anything in the the levels we played that looked bad. Yes, I I'd say they look very different stylistically than the courses from the original game. Because those just kind of all have this like look to it, where it's very it's very realistic looking. I, I'm realistic, but y- y- you know, it is it, it like the style just looks a little bit more um, grounded. And then with the booster pack, it looks pretty cartoony. Comparing the tracks to how they originally look, though, they look significantly better. They didn't just like copy paste, you know? Yeah. That would look pretty bad, I think, from like a, a phone uh, game. Like the the tour ones, yeah, they definitely like upresed a lot of stuff and and changed how those look. But I I don't know. I like I like the new courses a lot. Their design is very good, and and the tour courses might be my favorite in the in the new ones. So the coconut yeah, mall those, is pretty those good. Those are a lot of fun. Then besides that, this week I played Super Mario Odyssey with just my nose. It was your tough. No, your nose is looking a little less red than it did on stream. So oh I boy, it was break. yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. The next day I was back at it, nose nose to the joystick. No, next um, next, to, next will be a Metroid Dread nose percent. Yeah, no, I don't know if I'm going to do nose percent again after how that went because. My nose was pretty sore the next day. And the reason being, to to play Mario Odyssey, you have to do platforming jumps, uh, especially in 2D sections, where you have to jump and move a direction. And on the controller, if, if you've got a pro controller handy for those uh, audio listening, the jump button is the B button, and the directional side is on the other side of the controller, the directional joystick. And so it is physically not possible to hit that button and move a well, direction. I mean, some with some your people nose. with their noses, it might be possible. You'd I don't have know if I want to say 100% impossible. Huge nose. You have to have a big nose. It's like, well, where no. does the nose end? There's like the bridge of your nose. <laughs> I guess. Maybe someone. So what the technique that I I I uh, mastered for this was actually doing pause buffering. Mastered. Yeah. So hitting the B button, running my nose across the Y button to the plus button. So when Mario is at his peak jump height, I pause the game. 
the plus button is so hard to hit with your nose, by the way, on the on a pro controller. Might have been easier with a uh, Joy-Con. I was thinking I was about yeah, this. If you had just two Joy-Con put together, you wouldn't have to move nearly as far either. Oh my gosh. What? Okay, maybe nose percent will come back. Okay, that would get a nice little match. Because that would, I mean, if they're close, if you might be able to hit both at once, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. So I would hit the pause button and then unpause and quickly move and change the direction because there's just a little bit of time between hitting unpause and the game actually unpausing. And then I would be able to move the direction Mario was jumping. And that is how I had to do 2D segments. And I thought once I got after. Once I finished the first 2D segment, I was like, I'm in the clear. This is going to be easy from here on out because all I really have to do is run around. I forgot that in the Sand Kingdom, there's an entire tower that you have to climb. And that is made all the worse by bullet bills being launched at you constantly while going through that tower. I spent probably over an hour just on that part of the game. It was very entertaining, though. <laughs> it was brutal. It was brutal. I but missed we... you finally do it though, which yeah. was unfortunate. Yeah, cleared it and um, moved on and beat the second brutal. So I proved that it is possible to to beat the game like that. It would be very tough to go through the entire game like that. It is significantly harder to do nose percent for Mario Odyssey than for Breath of the Wild. I'm just, Although I'm just excited for you to get to uh, the dark side of the moon, nose person. <laughs> yeah, that, that, nope, nope, not happening. And that's really all I played. I have Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, but you know, my son took over and then he played it <laughs> as soon as I got home. And so I got to watch a little bit of gameplay of that, and it looks really good. I'm very excited to play. Unfortunately, you don't get hair that looks like this in five minutes. Oh, so this yeah. took quite a bit. Unfortunately, it took quite a bit to prepare for the show uh, and prepare for this dark Andros gag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But there there you have it. Dark Andros is that that's that's what I did instead of playing Kirby. Wow. What a what a great decision you made. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of great decisions that, that we've made, why don't we why don't we move out of this segment and move to the next segment of our show and let's talk the Nintendo news. <laughs> and in today's Nintendo News, we've got a bunch of stuff, but first I gotta I gotta call out this chat here from Oso. Is the guest appearance Robert Pattinson from the newest Batman? <laughs> <laughs> That's who Andros looks like. You lied to me, Alfred. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hadn't made that connection yet, but I definitely see that. It, yeah, sure. it does. It does. Yeah, because he definitely he definitely goes heavy with the with the guy liner for them for that movie. All righty. First bit of news we have here. Brand new to the Switch UI. Folders have been added for organizing your games. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> I was like what a, I don't ever really I really have anything to say about it. Um this has been something that's been asked for a lot by by a vocal group within the Nintendo 
community. They're like, where are our folders? They Because the precedence was set for the 3DS. The 3DS actually had some really nice organization you could do for your home screen. And you had themes. You had folders you could organize your games in. And people wanted that back. So Nintendo's like, all right, fine. Here you go. And here's the thing is these folders are not accessible on the home screen, <laughs> which it's an interesting choice. Um, so you do have to go to all software and then you can click when you are in all software, you can click the L button to get to groups. Um, me personally, I, I feel like they should have just added that you could hit the L button from the main screen and also do that. I mean, it adds an extra two button presses. You hit left on the joystick and then you hit A. So, I mean, it does seem kind of weird that they didn't like just quick go to it. But I yeah. feel like I've seen some people that are like, this is terrible. Why wouldn't they do this? It is the worst thing they could have done ever. And I'm like, it's not really that much more effort. Uh, yeah, it, it is two button push. But, you know, two button pushes is a lot. You know, think about all the time of your life that you lose in the entire history of playing Switch from those two button presses. But here's here's the other thing uh, for, for me is that we have this and I have not used it. <laughs> like, yeah. I have one folder and it is nose Every percent game. games. No, nose percent <laughs> games. <laughs> Um, and I just like, I think I, 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 I don't mind the way the switches. I, I do get lost sometimes cause I have a lot of games cause I've done reviews for a lot of games and gotten codes for games. I have a bunch in my library. So every once in a while I will be looking for something specific and it will take a bit to find. I don't know if folders would really even help with that problem, <laughs> but you're like, what folder did I put this in? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I always, I always lose Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Like, I, I, I like, where is that? Like, I can't find it in the all. That was, so, like, so colorful. It is, but because I have so many other Mario games, it just kind of blends in, and I pass by it without seeing it. Yeah, I, I made one problems. folder and just threw in a bunch of like indie games and then okay. haven't used it. You just wanted to try out the feature. Yeah, essentially. Who knows? Next time I'm looking for one of my indie games to play. So I'll be able to find it quick. But here's the thing. I like that it's there as an option. I, I like that it's there for those that want to use it. That's that's my take. I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah, but it doesn't. I'm mostly just surprised. Like, I'm not surprised it's not on like the home screen because that just shows like your most recently played games. But I'm kind of surprised that when you go into all software, it doesn't just immediately have the folders. You have to then like go into your folder section. Yeah, yeah, it it does seem a little like weirdly organized UI wise. Um, I, the UI is actually very fast. You know, people. People lament the that we don't have the same sort of organizational uh, abilities that you had on the 3DS and Wii U, but I think you, I think y'all might be forgetting how much slower those <laughs> those those systems run in their UI. The Wii U menu is so slow; it's like 
painful to go back to. I, in the moment, I don't remember it being like that. And 3DS also, I don't remember it being slow. But after having the Switch where things are like, snip, snap, like so fast, it's it's hard to go back. And I think, I think having the simple design uh, of the home screen plays a part of that. But I, I don't really know. I'm not a UI designer expert. I just play these games and have this system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the fun, exciting thing added to the UI this week. Um, let's talk some numbers. Triangle Strategy has sold over 1 million copies in just two weeks. This comes, uh, they, t- they tweeted out from the official, I think this is from the Square Enix uh, Twitter. And they're just kind of being like, wow, look at that. One million in two weeks. For a game like Triangle Strategy, that's a big deal. That's, that's really cool. This is, I'd say it's more of a niche game style, uh, the, the tactical RPG. So I'm, I'm yes. really glad that it's so successful. Yeah, so I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it was going to do pretty good, but I didn't think it was going to do this well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm also happy it's selling well. Yeah, and on that same note, the beta is open right now for Octopath. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. We have a couple people in the Discord that are in the beta for. Yeah, I think it's a closed beta. Champions of the Continent. Octopath Traveler. Closed champions of the continent yeah so check that out if you were a fan of octopath uh from what the community the community that is playing it seems like they are really enjoying it so if if you're a fan of the first game you will like that but while we're on the subject of apps let's talk about a pretty big nintendo app Nintendo has announced that Dragalia Lost will be shut down. The main campaign will reach its conclusion conclusion in July of this year. And then sometime after, service for the game will end completely. The day after, probably. It's very <laughs> quick. That'd be terrible. Yeah. I, I didn't play this. I... Me neither. I don't play mobile games, guys. And I... I tried with Mario Run. I tried with Mario Kart Tour. I even I even downloaded and played Magic Carp Jump. And oh, it's just, that was a classic! I think I actually still have that on my phone. It's just not for these oh, there mobile yeah. mobile gaming is just not for me. I haven't I, played it in like three years, <laughs> but, but I haven't have uninstalled it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if anything's changed. If it's even still supported, <laughs> I got a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dragalia Lost has a pretty dedicated fan base from what I'm seeing online. Uh, and people swear by this game that it is just super fun and super amazing. But it's got the gotcha mechanics pr- pretty bad, in my opinion. I, as someone that isn't a fan of mobile games, it's any is too much so (laughs) so there's that but the character design the world the music all seem really nice so it's a bummer that it's just completely gonna go away and really should make you think 
about how much time and money you put into live service games. I mean, but, listen, I, mean, I play a lot of Fortnite, so I'm just <laughs> as guilty as anybody of that. But it's just like, it's that's going to be gone forever. You're not going to have your save data or a way to play it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of bummer they lose out on all that. But I mean, in every game you play, at some point, there's the last time you ever play it. So it's not it's really true. like crazy different, as long as you enjoyed the time you were having when yeah. you could play it. I, I do think that there's there's something to the preservation of it as a game that would be nice so that you could go back and play it. I mean, I, I still have my N64, my Super Nintendo, all the games from my childhood, and I fire those up on occasion and play through them because because it's it's a blast to go back. So or play I, through most of them. Yeah, most of a game talking about plock when, when are I you need, gonna be plock yeah i want to know how plock ends and i don't even particularly like plock that much yeah i really i really need to just like leave it on or just maybe maybe for our uh mythical 24 hour stream that will It'll happen just be at some trying point. to beat it for 24 hours <laughs> hopefully before that time yeah, but we're actually uh, for for those listening to the podcast portion of of this out on Twitch, where we have channel points that you can pitch towards a community award of a twenty four hour stream. That's what that's when we'll do it. It would also be really fun. This is completely unrelated, but it would also be really fun to try and do a one hundred percent Breath of the Wild speed run. In my case, it'd be like speed walking with that with that like time frame. every quest and every korok seed mm-hmm mm-hmm no nah, nah, that's terrible <laughs> it'd be it'd be a long go but it'd be fun i i i want to do that it'd be at some like point. it'd be like 30 hours i mean the record is much say... less than that but no offense from what i've seen of the record run you weren't that good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I want to say that the record's like seven hours, something it's like that. It's something stupid. Like, uh, doing the math, he has to c- collect a Korok seed, like one every minute or something like that, while also beating the game, collecting like every item and also doing every quest. It's mind boggling. I'm I'm looking, I'm looking it up. What's the, what's the world record for 100%? Oh, that, it's much it's much higher than I thought. It's 16 hours. Is it 16 hours? Yeah. Good. For some reason, I thought it was lower than that. Yeah, I thought it was lower than that. Uh, I mean, that's still my math still holds up. That's (laughs) like that's 960 minutes. So that's essentially one Korok seed a minute. Yeah, that's that is that is insane, actually. So many Koroks. I mean, I wouldn't I don't think I would even if I knew where all the Korok seeds were, I don't think I could collect all the Korok seeds that fast. (laughs) (laughs) If you knew where they were. Yeah, they were all marked on the map. Man, that'd be that'd be a fun time. Uh, Mike, I completely got distracted here. We're talking about Dragalia Lost. Yeah, (laughs) like where where, where were we? Dragalia Lost ending. Uh, just like our thought. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> this, like, this how, whole how conversation. How did we get there? Um, while we're on the topic of live service games, though, we already mentioned this. There is a new Fortnite season that removed building temporarily, and should be back soon. 
but rumors are that it may be a permanent fixture. There will be a no build mode, which I think I think would be good. There's a lot of people that just do not like it. They don't like the building. That's a big a big turnoff for them for playing the game. So yeah, at the same time, I feel like there are so many other similar games without building. I feel like even though people have complained about it, and they're like, that's why I haven't played it. They still probably aren't really going to play. I I wholeheartedly agree because guess what listener out there I know I know you're listening and you you were the you always said listen I don't want to play Fortnite because I don't like the building but you have not played since the new season started and you probably won't play (laughs) this new season so I think it's time to admit to yourself that you were wrong you just don't want to play it (laughs) (laughs) that's right calling you out I'm addressing people very directly in this episode <laughs> with the five star reviews and with uh, Fortnite. I always guilt trip people when they're like they when they hate on Fortnite. Really, I'm I'm not like a crazy. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion unless it's them not liking Fortnite. <laughs> Listen, it's Dark Andros this week. I can do what I want. I should, I, should, I, I can't even remember any lines from the game that Dark Pit says. Other than like took you long enough after after you defeat the boss. <laughs> he is a great character, by the way. Fantastic character. And you know, this transitions us really great into talking about Kid Icarus Uprising, which turns 10 years old this last week. Yay for uh, that. Micah Micah's not Micah really hasn't given this game too much time, so he's got He's got a very plock, very Ocarina of Time opinion in that. Hey, I, well, uh, I just want to say I've played Ocarina of Time a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that Andros likes that game it, so I have cool. to arbitrarily pretend I don't like it. I've played through That's it fine. like four times. Um, Kid Icarus Uprising is one of is my favorite 3DS game. Uh, hands down. It's very, very good. The only thing it is a masterpiece that is hidden behind a pretty massive hurdle for some people and that the controls can be a bit rough. It's actually kind of how use... I feel about Star Fox Zero. I wouldn't necessarily call that game a masterpiece. I thought it was yeah. a little too short, but I thought it was really good and enjoyed the controls. That's where yeah. all the gripes are. But if they put it on normal controls you would have a, a, a pretty decent Star Fox game. I, like besides the controls. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm in. So I am in it. I, that's a great not to derail because, the uh, Kid Icarus. No, because how you feel about that, like, like I wish that Kid Icarus had different controls just so more people could experience the rest of the game and what makes it so awesome. And that's the story, the amazing um combat system the weapon system the world the level design the writing the music i mean just everything else in it is a 10 out of 10 from sakurai like just just peak sakurai gaming and you would not believe how many uh elements of that find their way into super smash bros ultimate but if you want to hear me gush more about this tune into the uh, this week's episode of all end podcast where I um, 
invited myself on. No, I'm just kidding. But where where I uh, you just guest showed up, you hacked in. Yeah, yeah. You'll see. You'll see. You just got to go listen to it. But we we do a retrospective, and uh, I gush about this game with the guys over there for an hour. So it's it's a fantastic game. But we won't we won't dive that deep into it here. But I really hope, really hope that they bring this game back in some capacity. I think it should be ported to Switch. We have a 3DS port in the form of Metopia. We also have one in, I think it's Disney's Magical Quest 2. Very bizarre one to get. It's a 3DS game that got ported to Switch. More ports from the 3DS need to happen, I think. There's some games that would be really cool to see yeah, over. I mean, because that has, 3DS has a huge library of great games. Yeah, it would be really cool to see Mario 3D Land. And, and uh, I never had a 3DS, so I'm all for that. Samus Returns. Um, yeah, there, I, I mean, there's there's some really good. I'm, I'm like, I, I could go I could go pretty far into like how many games I would love to see come over. But yeah, it's a, a huge Fire Emblem library there. That would be that would be cool to see. If I was into Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. Kid Icarus is really what I want. If I could pick one game to get ported, it would be Kid Icarus. Followed by Tomodachi Life. Because <laughs> I want to play that one. Miitopia is so awesome. I, I just want more of that <laughs> chaos in my life. <laughs> yeah, Even though I've heard uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon isn't that good, I'd still want a port of that so I could play it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one to have the whole... like. And also, Luigi's Mansion was on 3DS port. Oh, was it? I port. didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah, they remade it for the 3DS. Port that to the Switch as well. Get a, an enhanced Luigi's Mansion, the original. That would be really, that would be sick, actually. Man. Uh, and then, be, yeah, that's it. That's all we got for, for news this week. So, if you haven't checked out Kid Icarus Uprising and you have your 3DS, it's one I highly recommend playing. That's that's for sure. But let's move to the next segment of our show, Micah, and let's jump right on into the rumor mill. And in today's rumor mill, we've got a couple rumors. The little rumor Pikmin have returned with the fruit of of rumorness. <laughs> I like the analogy of Pikmin are are what run the rumor mill. <laughs> it just makes me happy. I just think of all the pikmin that are dying in these mines and they're like little ghost spirit yells as they flip that was really good actually i'm very impressed uh it's, a, it's a noise pikmin somewhere <laughs> it's a noise no one wants to hear but for the rumor mill they do it uh first bit here yeah, super nintendo heroes. Super Nintendo World, uh, there are rumors circulating that Super Nintendo World could open for previews before the rest of Epic Universe is ready. Epic Universe is the park, brand new park being built in Florida, Orlando, for um, Universal Studios. And Nintendo World is going to be a portion of that park. It's going to be a land within that park. So because of the progress being made on it, there's rumors circulating that they'll open the park up for the previewing. You know, they, they let in 
they let in press and uh I've, I've seen like a lot of like youtubers and other media presences get early access to kind of hype so, up pre-launch so we got to get to a thousand twitch followers real yes quick okay okay saying. everybody <laughs> listening everyone listening to this right now please go and give us a follow on twitch on youtube and uh thank you so much because we yeah we do need we need we need a bigger audience so that we can apply <laughs> i would love how sick would that be we just do a podcast from the park that would be awesome that would be amazing yeah uh except for like our terrible phone quality yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what are you Other talking about we're hiking awesome. we're hiking in a pc brother we're <laughs> <bring> <laughs> yeah maybe you're you're hiking in a pc <laughs> we'll be like beetle have just like this massive like, yeah. I, I don't know if there's any specific rules against that but for some reason i can't imagine they'd allow us in with an entire yeah. pc yeah we'll do maybe a segment of the show from from there like like miyamoto when he was like walking around in the nintendo direct like look at this look you can you can play this game in here he was having the time of his life. I want to I want to go so bad. I'm very excited and I do hope that this rumor is true because I want to see this open soon. Um another rumor we got coming in the rumor the rumor mill. Ubisoft is reportedly developing a sequel to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Immortals Phoenix Rising was basically their mashup of Breath of the Wild with Ubisoftness. <laughs> Everything like this gets compared to Breath of the Wild. I feel a little bad saying like, "Oh, it's 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 it, it gives me Breath of the Wild vibes." I'm like, that's getting a little old. I think <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh, but just that comparison. But I remember when this came out, it was like shot for shot the trailer. They were really trying to like look at how Breath of the Wild like this is. And uh, it's it's a good game from what I've seen. I haven't yeah, played it I've, myself. I've heard a lot of good things. I've been really tempted to buy this on multiple occasions because it goes on pretty good sales. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Ubisoft games versus first party Nintendo. Like, how often do we see Mario and Rabbits for like five dollars? That's it's I'm exaggerating. It's like fifteen usually, but yeah, I think I got it for like twenty with all the expansions. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of so crazy out of that. how much they discount their games. Uh, I think that this is a cool thing that the that the game did well enough to warrant a sequel. This is cross platform as well, so it is on PC and Xbox. I'm not sure if it's on PlayStation. I think it is. So there you have it. Yeah, Keep I mean, an eye not, out. Not Immortal too fans. surprised to hear about a second one because it seems like it sold pretty well and had a good reception yeah they had lots of dlc for it at least yeah they did they th yeah they did and i i remember seeing a lot of really positive reviews for it so yeah, i see like just... after the first initial kind of backlash of this is just a ripoff of breath of the wild people are like you know actually this is a pretty good game <laughs> i mean I like but a that. rip off rip off of breath of the wild how can anybody complain i don't understand that there, there was so much of that because that happened to genshin impact as well do you remember that like people being Actually, like i don't 
Oh yeah, when Genshin Impact, which the gameplay is nothing like Breath of the Wild. I was going to say, because I don't remember Genshin Impact being similar to Breath of the Wild. The original trailer, you just got to go watch it. The original trailer for Genshin Impact, it is so selling itself like Breath of the Wild. I, I think that everybody just wanted to be the next that, you know? Yeah. And like that's just, that's how genre and game industry defining Breath of the Wild is and was and and i think they really hurt themselves because everybody was just like you're just doing a shameless knockoff yeah but, but then again all publicity is good publicity yeah i think that's the saying. you know at some point like shameless knockoffs turn into amazing things a lot of the time uh what is sonic but a mario knockoff and people love sonic other people I, I, I love feel Sonic. Like, yeah. <laughs> Some people love Sonic. No, but actually, I, mean, I actually enjoy classic Sonic. I, I really enjoy classic Sonic. Yeah, I don't know if I call it a knockoff. It's like kind of a knockoff, but it does have a lot of its own like spins. <laughs> if you catch my drift on the, the mechanics. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Solo something in chat says the web dubbed Genshin Impact to be China Breath of the Wild. I, I, I yep, yeah, that was that was the exact like reception, and it was largely negative, uh, and really a bummer because the game plays nothing like. I mean, I mean, it has some it has some elements it takes, but not really. It's a very different game. Um, that's so that's the rumor mill. Right, there, there we go. Thank you, little rumor mill Pikmin whatever i don't know what, what a happy pikmin sound like i don't even remember they they, they are just like yeah they make lots of just i don't even know how to describe the sounds really appreciate the rumor mill pikmin going at it every week for us in the rumor mill uh and bring back the fruit but let's head over to where not pikmin but community bring us our <laughs> topics and let's talk the community corner in today's community corner, we've got a couple questions. We got a couple questions. The first one, uh, I'm going to do these out of order in the notes here, Micah. But the first one comes from Dustin on Twitter. He asks, "If Nintendo made an MMO, what series would you pick?" Mine would be Zelda, set in Skyward Sword. Some of the tropes are already there: a hub area, mounts, etc. It could even be set around the Knight Academy. And then he lists some other candidates, including Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Metopia. I think that that is awesome. That is actually a really cool idea. Skyward's, and I didn't really think about it, but yeah, it, it does fit a lot of the MMO tropes. Could see it being, being like World of Warcraft, but you're in Zelda. Could like pick to play as a Goron, and pick pick to play as Azora like that actually well wait wait a second I'm diving diving even further here I think that that's really like there's a lot you could do with the Zelda lore yeah Lots what's your answer classes. what's your answer yeah what, well what do you as, think? I was, as I was reading the question I I mean first thought Pokemon yep that would work so well for that that happened like um what was that game called Temtem Temtem yep where they they were essentially like 
we'll do it ourselves. And they made a, a Pokemon clone that was an MMO. Yeah, I haven't heard about that in a while. I don't think, think it. I don't think it quite took off to the extent that they were hoping. It was a really successful Kickstarter. Yeah, um, but but the launch was a little underwhelming. I think for a lot of people. But, I mean, for for what they were doing, I think they were doing a great job. But I, I didn't try it, and I don't know if it's come to Switch yet. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'll, I'll check. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess besides that, another cool one would be a Metroid. Because I'm always down to get some more Metroid in my yeah, life. <laughs> expand on the Metroid universe. It'd be it'd be more focused around like the Galactic Federation. I was like, and... Federation Force 2. Oh, yeah. But good. I think... I, actually, I don't even know if that game was bad. It's just, when you make a Metroid game, I want Samus to be there. And I also yeah. want to have Prime in the name. Preferably, here's the, here's the problem. Here's the problem, though, is Metroid fans would hate a, a Metroid MMO. Yeah. Besides <laughs> you. <laughs> like, I mean, every, every other Metroid fan... Like Every other Metroid fan would be like, boo, give us give us Prime 5. Give give us Dread 2. It's so (laughs) true, though, because because people don't like change, I guess. You know, I I mean, that's the same case for like almost every fandom. You want more of the same. We were just talking about it with Paper Mario. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But but for me, I, I mean, Dustin kind of listed the big ones that I I, I would yeah, think Poke- Pokemon's Pokemon's my go to Animal Crossing is a brilliant idea for an MMO. Just have a giant hub world like the phenomena phenomena. Is that right? Phenomenon? Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> the <Close enough. laughs> the cultural explosion that was Animal Crossing New Horizons could you see that in something like Warcraft? It would appeal to such a big audience is what I'm saying is like animal crossing is for everybody. Everybody loves animal crossing in there's like something for it in every something for everyone in it. And it, it taps into a market of gamers that games that traditional MMOs just don't hit. Like, yeah, like people that are playing Animal Crossing are probably not the same people playing World of Warcraft <laughs> or I mean, there's a ton of them. I you, you mentioned the Metroid you mentioned you mentioned Metroid and that made me think of the uh, Star Wars one, the Old Republic MMO they had um, World of Warcraft has two now they have the current and then they have WoW Classic Uh yeah, there's there's a bunch. I my thing is I just don't like the gameplay style of MMOs where it's very click and watch your guys do stuff. It's it's sort of a a watered down version of what Warcraft and real time strategy games were. You know what I mean? Hmm. Where you'd like click your unit and send them to to do different I mean, battle some things. Some people say it might be a watered up version of warcraft i don't know the opposite of watered down is so well uh, why would you say that though it's just you have even more abilities 
Yeah, but it's just one guy <laughs> instead of like an army of guys. It's you're, more you're right. You're right. It is focused on a different aspect of the same type of gaming. You, you, yeah. I, I apologize to all the MMO fans out there who I have vastly offended. But guess what? It's not me. It's Dark Andros that this week offending everybody. I would pick... Mm, oh man, all of these are good. I, I think I'd probably go with Zelda as well. I don't know if I would go with the Skyward Sword world. I I think some I think something entirely new. Uh but that has all of the all the different races that you could you could play as. And I just want it to be in the Zelda universe. Uh and not necessarily focused on just put it in the Link Zelda, Zelda, the Zelda multiverse, the Zelda, the Zelda multiverse. That's right. Yeah, I think that would be. I think that would be really cool. It'd be fun to be like, I want to be a Goron. <laughs> I want to be a Goron <laughs> wizard. <laughs> Goron <laughs> wizard. You'd be a Gerudo. Who has a, a Skyloft? They somehow fly on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could get you could get Gerudo. I think I think Loftwings should be in there for sure. Um, but what sort of gameplay style would would we want for it? I think I think I'd want action combat yeah. or or turn based, straight up turn based combat would be would be more. interesting too. That's even more of select something than watch a person do what they're doing. True. Then world of war i don't know what i don't know what it is about the mmo formula of just like clicking on things is it is it the rapid clicking that that (laughs) maybe yeah maybe that maybe that's it i don't know it's it's just it's boring to me i don't know why i i I just don't enjoy it that much wow i've given i've given them a try i i played as a kid i played uh wizard 101 did you play you ever play that game no i oh. that does sound familiar though it's like it was like a disney one that they I, I feel like disney owned it and they they had card battling was like the main thing and that the reason i like that is because it was like yeah this should just be pokemon <laughs> like <laughs> that, that, they should just have pokemon and then you know battles will will occur and they'll be in like a little battle zone and you can see it just happening real time on the, in the outside world, man, that would be really fun. So yeah, Dustin, I hope that answers your question well enough. I agree. Nintendo could make a really cool MMO, but you know what else? Nintendo could actually, I just got to throw a Pikmin. I feel like could potentially work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have your own, you're just a Pikmin. Just one, <laughs> one single Pikmin and you and all your buddies get together for raids and make up an army of Pikmin. <laughs> you go and get a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even find anything. You all just go grab a fruit. <laughs> you just go grab fruits. Uh, I was I was thinking of a. Um, what are what are these what what is the genre of game that is League of Legends? Like what what is that genre? A MOBA. A MOBA. Yeah. I I've, I've looked up what it stands for like 17 times. Multiplayer online battle arena. Battle arena. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I knew the uh, end, the end was a arena at least. MOBA would be really cool to see from Nintendo IP. Like 
like basically the Smash Bros roster, but in in a MOBA form would be really cool. Yeah, I don't want that to replace Smash Bros. I I want it to be uh, a side thing as well. I think that would be really fun. And Pokemon Unite does not count because it's just Pokemon. And honestly, there's not enough variety in that. <laughs> it's like the levels what? the levels are so boring. I feel like they, they need to add more levels. How dare you? How dare How I? How dare you? Yeah. I don't know, though. I haven't... I've, I. I played um, a little bit of Heroes of the Storm when when that was first launched. I some of that, and was I just it? felt like the the roster was was a lot more varied, and the levels were a lot more varied than you get with Pokemon Unite. But Pokemon Unite's not targeting the same audience. They're they're trying to get a wider appeal, so they're they're just a little simpler. Yeah, I I couldn't really get into. I don't know if I was called. That storm, arena of the storm, heroes of the storm, heroes of the storm. Yeah, I don't know how, why I just brain farted. You played? Have, have you played quite a bit of League of Legends, though? I have played a fair amount of League. It's one one of my friends and I've never his played League. Pretty into it. Yeah, the heroes of the storm is just like a watered down version of League of Legends, essentially. Which and is Pokemon is Unite kind a of watered Pokemon down Unite version is, of that? <laughs> but there, it's unique enough that it's yeah. different. It's not just I'm going to beat up the towers and like destroy right. your home base, which right. you kind of destroy things, but it's by scoring things. It makes it different enough that I don't really feel like it's a watered down version of the same game. Yeah, they, they play very differently between the two, but but very similarly at, at the same time. Yeah, um, I want a Nintendo MOBA. That's that, that would be cool. Imagine just having like Mario and and <laughs> it's like Toads or Pikmin running at each other in the in the middle because like isn't that like the the gimmick of of League of Legends? Yeah, they just and with like the their basic enemies. Yeah, the minions keep spawning, so you just have like these like depending on what world you're in, you could do Pikmin, you could do Toads, you could do uh, <laughs> little Animal Crossing villagers. <laughs> <laughs> just like running at each other. Oh, that that I feel like there's a lot of potential there for a really cool game. I mean, I I don't know how they do like the the map per se, but I feel like they could just have straight up Smash Bros fighting mechanics and do like the same kind of thing, and I think that would be really fun. So oh, wait, wait. So are it's you still saying... be like the two D fighting instead of like the top oh, okay. down kind of okay. thing? It'd just be essentially Smash Brothers, but on a, a really big map. Yeah, essentially. And yeah, and you're paths. you're trying to you're trying to take points by like jumping up and down, which that would be very similar to something like Risk of Rain, where it's like just a big two D map, and you're like going to checkpoints. I, I picture something like that, but with Smash Bros mechanics, that would be really cool, actually. Like we're on to something, Nintendo. These ideas are free. Make it, do it. <laughs> we we we'd buy it. Well, we'd I mean, it. it's free until it's if you start making a bunch of money. Then I, I don't know. Then could we might charge some percentage? Yeah, yeah. That's a, a modest fee. Next question comes from Monkey Thunder, who asks: In honor of Kirby's release, what's your favorite Kirby game? Thank you. I think most people can guess what my favorite Kirby game is. 
Uh, you're a big fan of Epic Yarn. Kirby Clash. Almost. Kirby Clash. Oh, man, I forgot about Kirby Clash. Nah, that's like my least favorite Kirby game. No offense to Kirby Clash players. <laughs> Kirby Air Ride. The Kirby greatest Air Kirby Ride. game ever made. And potentially the greatest racing game ever made. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kirby Air Ride is fans. very good. It's very good. It's yeah. Um, what, so what about it makes it your favorite? What's 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 the appeal for you? You've talked about it here and there on the show, but uh, the appeal of it is it's real good. Mm. <laughs> and it has that city mode, which. You're racing around like an open city completing there's some sort of objectives at times or something or like they have city events that happen that change things up. But you're trying to just like buff all your stats for whatever event you're about to partake in that you don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm. I, it's been so long since I played since I played it. Like I've like forgotten what you even do. I just remember it being super fun. Uh, yeah. do, don't you also have the opportunity to like switch up vehicles while you're yeah. in that city? Yeah, I think they're just like laying about sometimes. I don't remember exactly. Or there's like the two legendary, the the dragoon, the flying mm-hmm. vehicle that you have to do something to earn. I can't remember. It's what that thing in Smash Bros is. that knocks people out once you get all three pieces. The insta kill, yeah, yeah, and it flies very well. Yep. So it's always fun getting like that and like getting all these really good stats for like flying really well, and then you just do like some random race, <laughs> and you're like really terrible. <laughs> Yeah, because there's there's like a ton of mini games. I remember there's one where you have to like jump off a ramp and try and get the farthest. Or isn't there one where you're like hitting things on a board? I don't remember. I mean, it's been so long. I I've, I don't remember at all. There's races. Yeah, I remember the flying far one. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of just battle thing. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it, then the, like you said, it had all the different car carts or star vehicles or whatever you want to call them that changed up gameplay a lot, I guess. This is, this is one of my top Kirby games as well. Even, even though I never owned it myself, I played it quite a bit at friends houses and it's just super good, super fun. Uh, so for me, I'm going to pick Kirby squeak squad. And hope that that is the one that I am thinking it is. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it is. I haven't even heard that one. The game, I I think graphically looked really nice. There was a lot of customization you could do for Kirby. You'd unlock like different um, paint colors. There were a bunch of new abilities, and. I want to say this was the game that on the touch screen, yep, on the touch screen, you, I found a screenshot of it. That's why I'm saying, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You would eat things and then they would stay in Kirby's uh, void of a stomach and you could then activate them from in there by clicking on the touch screen. So you could save food, um, and power-ups and then you could actually take the power-ups and if you combined the power-ups they would create a random new power-up oh was it just random i i don't remember if there were i i 
it, it would have made sense for it to not be random, but I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the the whole premise, the, the Squeak Squad were these, like, mouse enemy creature things that when you went to get treasure, it would just activate this, like, crazy battle where you, the screen would lock and you'd have to defeat all of the, survive the, the waves of Squeak Squad attacking. I think that, I think it, I thought it was cool. It all felt like it fit very well in the Nintendo or the Kirby lore and universe. And uh, yeah, I, I just like the art style. So there, there you go. That's I, that's one of the few Kirby games that I played all the way to the credits. Yeah, I think I've played one Kirby game to the credits, and I don't actually remember its name. Actually, I probably played two back in the day. I'm also a big fan of Return to Dreamland on the Wii because that had four-player co-op, but I didn't finish it. There, there you have it. Thank you so much for the question, Monkey Thunder. Appreciate that. And thanks to Dustin as well for the question we had earlier. So if you would like to join these awesome folks in uh, sending us questions, hit us up on our social medias. We're out on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, and you can also hit us up on Discord. That's where we get a lot of our questions come through the Discord. So with that, Micah, let's move to the last bit of the episode here. And to wrap up the community corner, we are going to be giving our top five Kirby power-ups. <laughs> Alrighty, five five power ups from the entire the entirety of Kirby canon and series. Each of us will give um, our top five. So this is not a combined list. This is individual. So let's get started. I'll I'll kick it off with my number five. Is are, yes. are we going like uh, in particular order? Yes, you don't have yours ordered. I nope. guessing. Order well, things. Start ordering. Number five for me is ESP Kirby. And the reason I like it is because it is a direct reference to Ness. And it is awesome. Oh, yeah. That's one of my honorable mentions, I was going to say. Yeah, I, I really like I really like what they did there. And, and it's just essentially using the uh, like PK powers that Ness has. So that's cool. Yeah, I guess I'll go with a laser Kirby. Oh, nice. Who doesn't like lasers? I mean, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, the laser Kirby is. If I remember correctly, he makes the sound himself when he shoots the laser. He's like, I Zoom. don't even remember that. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. But that's hilarious. <laughs> I have that I have a, like it even more. I have a form of laser Kirby potentially on my list, but we'll get to it. Number four for me. Spear. Spear oh, nice. Kirby. And this is basically just I love Waddle Dee, Bandana Waddle Dee, because that is it is that power up. <laughs> yeah. Um I I the the versatility that they give that 
item, the different attacks, because a lot of Kirby's abilities are like one and done tricks, like spark Kirby, you hit the button and he gets spark all around him like that. That's it. There's not, there's not bonus anything, but with power-ups like spear Kirby, if you hit the side and action button, it does something different than just hitting the action button, holding the button does something. Um, changing the direction on on the D-pad does something. And I I am highly in favor of those kinds of power-ups. I want versatility, not just a, a, a single trick. Yeah. And you'll see that with the rest of my list as well. So Yeah, I was like, and that's very similar to why I picked uh, my number four as Crash, which is just <laughs> a one-time bomb that kills everything. <laughs> yes that's true but it's uh, awesome yeah <laughs> that is that is a fun ability to use is is that the same as the uh there's like a music one where he sings you know what i'm oh, talking about that that does sound familiar and i feel like that one did the same that's thing like, yeah but Crash is just a cooler name and animation <laughs> between yeah. oh, my between kid. them. Yeah, like, that's definitely okay. Yeah, it's yeah the mic. It's it's a it's a three time thing. I don't know if it defeats everyone on screen, like the last one said it did. It just says it defeats enemies, so maybe it's a smaller range around him, or maybe it's just essentially a better version. Yeah, nice. Alrighty, well coming in for me at. Number three is Ninja Kirby. And um, got to admit, I don't think I've actually played a game with Ninja Kirby. <laughs> but looking <laughs> at his abilities and his costume, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, no, it was, it was in Squeak Squad. It was in Squeak Squad. Yeah, yeah. He just has it. It's just a cool costume. That's that's why I like yeah. this one. <laughs> ninjas are cool. That's all I got. That's all I got for this one. What's your number three, Micah? Uh, my number three is UFO Kirby. Oh, that's my number two UFO Kirby, which is essentially Laser Kirby but better. <laughs> yeah, and it can fly, right? I, I don't remember exactly yep. how it works. Yep, yep, and. uh in certain games it also has the beam ability on it so it, it has like a close range attack it has a long range attack and you can fly it's so op it's so great and once you get it you're like i'm not I'm, i do not want i don't need anything else ever this. again yeah for sure nice what's your, okay so i gave my number two what's your number two uh sonic kirby aka wheel kirby yes okay that's in my honorable mentions. I love the wheel Kirby because it's just fast, just cruising right through everything. Yeah, especially when you're like going through the blocks. That's so satisfying that there's just something that's just so good about that. <laughs> uh, so do you have any other honorable mentions you want to shout out here? Oh, honorable mention freeze, which is freeze. OK, different than ice. Freeze being just essentially ice climber abilities or ice climber costume with freezing. <laughs> I think it's like it was an air ride. Thing. It was an air ride. Was it an air ride? Oh, man, yeah. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that either. 
like looking at this list of of power ups. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I also want to give an honorable mention to the good old classic sword Kirby. You're like, "Oh yeah, you could be Link." Like that was that I mean, the hat, the sword, and uh, it's just always been a dependable ability. That's been a good one. It's never let me down, you know? Yeah, I guess I could say also the Smash Bros. Kirby. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't realize that was a thing until looking at this list. What is but it, it sounds from? Awesome. Planet Robobot. The primary provider is apparently copying Master Hand. What? Yeah. Master Hand is in Planet Robobot? Maybe I need to go play this game. Maybe that needs to get ported. That would be pretty I mean, cool. Yeah. It, I did, all I know about the, that game is it has Smash Bros. Kirby. <laughs> and that's all I need to know to want to play it. That's all we need to know. Uh, I had another honorable mention on here. I really like the design of Magic Kirby, where he gets a big hat and throws cards. Um and suplex there's like all the wrestling ones no beetle kirby oh yeah i I got a shout out beetle kirby for what looks like a really cool haircut for real Uh, though it's just a beetle horn um all right well do you want to you want to start give us your number one michael what is the best the easily the best uh kirby ability is sleep <laughs> easily the best all right all right That's, i i was not expecting better this. it does not get better than copying someone's ability so you can sleep and that's it <laughs> it's it's such a goofy thing but i love it i i, I also have a, a deep love for sleep because you get Which, it. It's also when, in Kirby Air Ride, apparently. The first time you get that, you're like, oh, yeah, what's going to happen? And then like, Kirby takes a little nap. And that's it. And then the ability is gone, I think. It, it's like a one-time use, isn't it? He wakes uh, up and shakes it off. I don't even remember. Probably. <laughs> and and you're like... And you're like, did it did it heal me or something, maybe? <laughs> or... <laughs> What sort of fantastical like, hidden effects did this have? I feel like it needs to have. Not, I, I feel like this game needs Kirby needs to have abilities like that. Ones that are just. It doesn't really do anything, but it is it is fun. <laughs> you know, like this is just for looks. Um, I at the I, I went to the store this week and they have Kirby plushes and they have a sleep Kirby plush. And it's it's huge pillow, and I wanted it so bad. I was so tempted. I was like, "This is the most adorable thing I've ever seen." Like, man, it's it 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 is it is quite cute. Um, well, my number one is very not sleep. <laughs> my number one copyability is Fighter Kirby. Not flashy. It's not flashy in looks. He gets a headband <laughs> but it is the biggest move set out of any of the abilities maybe ever in that it has just tons of things that you can do with it different jumps jump attacks 
um, basic melee attacks. Uh, every but like it's it be, he be, it becomes a fighting game with different button button combos doing different attacks. Like right right jump does a slash attack. Um, you do like you can charge your like a shuriken type type blast. Uh, it, it's very Street Fighter Ryu. Like that's like that's that's what it feels like playing as Fighter Kirby. And if in a game Fighter Kirby is an option, I will always go for that because I just like more variety in the move set. Yeah, and that's and this is the ultimate form of that. In a so, way yeah. that doesn't feel incredibly OP, because some of these things like there are technically abilities that are better than that, but they, you just get so it's not like all your moves are super good. You can just experiment and do lots of different things, right? It's not like UFO maybe is a little too OP because you can fly and shoot lasers and beam attack, but fighter feels fair, but also very varied, very varied. (laughs) And there nice, you have it. Nice that's, wording. That's the, that's the top five power ups in Kirby power ups in Kirby games. I, I got to <laughs> so give one, my, my one English more is shout so good. out though. Oh yeah, one yeah, more yeah. Shout out to Ghost Kirby, which apparently has only been in Kirby Squeak Squad, but is the original Cappy that can possess common enemies and control them to a degree. Yeah. That's, I've never seen that ability. I forgot about action. that ability. I forgot about that entirely. Cool. There's so many abilities that Kirby has had over the course of the games. I'm excited to see what new ones come in Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Now, we didn't talk too much about it because we haven't got to dive into the game too much yet, but tune in for next week's podcast, and I will have a lot more to talk about with that as I have played through much more of the game. So far, I am liking it. I think the the design is just super pleasant super awesome the reviews coming in for it are very good and uh i think i'm going to stack my review on top of those very goods as well the the only bummer thing maybe is that the game is supposedly pretty short but that's a bummer for some but not for me i'm like (laughs) i kind of want just a nice little short pleasant game i liked i liked that metroid dread was like 10 hours, you know, like that. That was that was a good I like that I was able to play it four to five times. Yeah, you got your 40 hours out of that game for sure. Well, Micah, that that wraps up the show. We, you know, like our shortest episode ever, ever. <laughs> and that's not true, but in a while, at least, Um, you know, as we wrap up the show here, I want to give another huge thanks to the community who has been helping to support our show through coming in and watching our streams through checking out our youtube channel um and through following and subscribing to us on their podcast listening apps of choice if you would like to join in and be a part of the um absolutely awesome awesome palliest of pals you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Audible, and Spotify. All of those spots allow you to leave five-star reviews. And 
you can check out us on social media. We're on Twitch, Discord, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Nintendo Pals. You'll find us. We're there. We're, we're showing up at the top when you type Nintendo Pals. Or should be. Special thanks to Roger Pollard for the amazing intro and outro tune. And I, I want to give a huge shout out again. Thanks so much for coming on, Dark Andros. I uh, appreciate you coming in last minute for a guest appearance. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're very welcome, everyone, for me being here. Um, <laughs> <Micah>, with that, <laughs> you want to give us a closing remark? Uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Kirby Air Ride is the best Kirby game and potentially the best racing game. That's right. We'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>